podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good morning, good evening or good night. Hope you guys are doing well and welcome to the match preview for Chelsea versus Nottingham Forest this weekend at Stamford Bridge. And it is a three o'clock kickoff, isn't it, Charlie? Uh, we, we've got the, yeah, we've got the Saturday yeah. slot, haven't we? we got our good friend Charlie from Blue Brothers. And please, guys, go and show him some love. He's an absolute top, top guy. The link for his channel is pinned in the title and in the description. So make sure you show him some love and then go banter him once we beat Chelsea. Charlie, thank you so much for being here, buddy. How are you doing, firstly? Yeah, mate. Pleasure to be back as always. Glad you boys stayed up so we could do this again. Um, yeah, all, all going well, mate. Um, you know, we're looking to try and make it three wins in just over a week. So, uh, yeah, building some positive momentum heading into the international break. And yeah, there's kind of a more more of a feel good factor around Chelsea. So yeah, the the mood is uh, the mood's definitely good, mate. It's been a while since you've done three in a week, mate, hasn't it? <laughs> It's been a while since there's been three in general. <laughs> but, you know, um, Chelsea have been very busy in the transfer market. A bit like Forrest were, but to the, you know, the hundred times that in terms of the cost of what you've been buying. Um, do you feel Chelsea have gone too far with what you've bought or do you still think you need some more, mate? Uh, I mean, look... I don't want to sit here and say we need more. Cole Palmer is 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 the, is the next one. The next one coming in. I, I, I'm excited for that. I don't think anyone expected it. I certainly mm. didn't expect it. Um, I'm I'm excited for his arrival. That ticks that sort of right wing ten hybrid style player that we've been looking for. Um, look, you can never say never with Chelsea in terms of what we might do between now and the end of the mar- end of the transfer window. Probably just over a day now. Um, but I, I'd be surprised if any more first team players came in. Uh, look, we could do with a number nine, but the market. Is is not is not great this summer for nine. So I think we'll wait until January. Maybe look at exploring Ivan Tony. But look, in terms of the business we've done, I think it's been a fantastic window. We've got rid of so many players that you know we had to get rid of, and we've brought in some really good quality and players with a lot of potential, so that we're set for for a number of years, hopefully. So yeah, I think it's been a really positive transfer window. I think the thing that's intrigued me the most about your window is obviously you haven't got any European football this season, especially not in Champions League. Um, but you've had to stave off some competition from some of the bigger, bo- well, the, the other big boys, if you like, in the league. And I think in specific on Casado. I mean, the way you sniped him and hijacked that deal off Liverpool must have been quite satisfying for you guys. I mean, it was satisfying, but it was almost a massive blunder on our behalf yeah. because we'd been in, like, it was basically been a one horse race all summer. We'd spent months and we spent about mm-hmm. three months in negotiations for him. And then I think Liverpool, obviously, and other teams, we did have half an eye on him and thought, you know what, Chelsea are dragging out these negotiations. Maybe we'll just chance our luck. Um, and when that bid come in, I remember waking up because it broke at like 1.30 yeah. in the morning. Oh, that yes, so I remember waking yeah. up and I was thinking like, nah, this, this, this has got to be a wind up. But luckily, you know, in fairness, it seems like that groundwork we put in meant something to Caicedo and uh, he, he, he stuck to his word. So, yes, it was satisfying uh, with with obviously getting one over on Liverpool, but it should never have got to that in the first place. So I'm just glad we've got him now. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, some top performances from him, uh, certainly over the course of this season and, and many years to come. So what's the expectation now? I know me and you were talking last season about bringing you in to beat the drop. <laughs> because you know, Oh, yeah. <laughs> 40 points was, you know, started to look a little sweaty for you guys. Um, I'm interested to know how you and, say, the Chelsea fan base 
are looking at this season and what what are your expectations is it to bounce back into the top four or just avoid 40 points again or see initial Mate, we, we with the money spent and the fact we've got no european football and the quality of players we've bought in we have to come in and we, ha- we have to qualify for the champions league football simple as that anything else is is is, is a failure mm-hmm. I, and, and, and that's the way that i look at it and i think that's the way that a lot of the fan base that, I, that i've spoken to are are looking at it. We have to finish in the top four. I also feel that there's no reason why we shouldn't be looking to go deep in both domestic cups, maybe adding one of those to the to the cabinet. We've had no silverware domestically since 2017. For a club like us, that, that's a long barren space. We've picked up Champions League's Club World Cup in between time. But, mm. you know, to have no domestic trophy since 2017 is, is, is not great. You know, we've lost our last five or six Wembley finals. So it, it would be great if we could you know, add a trophy. But yeah, for me, expectation has got to be Champions League football and I would like us to win a domestic cup. Yeah. And this year as well, there's five spots up for grab, isn't there? If the coefficient goes the way it's Yeah. So it's going to, it's going to depend how, I've, I don't know, we'll find out exactly that until January, February time. Yeah. It just depends how the English teams do in the Champions League. So yeah, could probably do with Newcastle getting out the group stage. That 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 would be ideal, and, and and Arsenal as well. As much yeah. as I'd enjoy them going out, it probably helps us in the coefficient for the, for the fifth place. Yeah, so I, I think from what I've seen in your transfer window, I've been impressed. I've watched your first few games as well. I still think still think you need to gel, and that's why I think yeah. Forest coming um, to Stamford Bridge is probably not the worst time for us. Um, but looking at Forest, mate, how have you seen Forest kind of towards the end of the year? I mean, you got a few depressing WhatsApp messages from me over, <laughs> over the last <laughs> few months of the season last year. But um, how do you think Forest finished? Was it you, where you expected? And what do you see for Forest this year? Man, I, I think you just finished where I expected Forest to finish. It was always going to be like just staying up in my mm-hmm. mind. Um, and, 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 and you stayed up. Obviously, you brought a lot of players in, like similar to us. That's going to take time to gel. And, you know, home form was great. Away form was, was, was terrible. Um, but look, I think staying up was what Forrest had to do. They did that. And I look at Forrest now and the business that they've done and some of the names they're being linked with and some of the players that you've signed, you know, getting World Cup winners coming to, to, to Nottingham Forest is, is is quite a coup. Um, and I look at it and I think, look, obviously you're going to need to stay up. That, that's got to be the, that's going to be the number one aim. But there's no reason why you can't potentially look to push into sort of 12th, 13th, that, that, that kind of upper yeah. mid table, as it were. Um, but no, I've, I've, I've watched a few highlights of the Forest games, particularly, particularly Arsenal and, uh, and obviously the United game. Mm. Um, and I think so far, Forest have done what people expected them to do. No one expects you to beat United or Arsenal, mm. and you were expected to beat Sheffield United, particularly at home, given how good you are at the City ground. So I, I think Forest, after three games, are exactly where everyone expected you to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not in a position to really be analysing the performances. Are they any better than they were last season or whatever? But yeah, you're, I think you're exactly where where you're meant to be, and I I, I know it's early days, but I, I don't think you should have any problem staying up because even just after three games, you can tell. Uh, for me personally, I can already tell there's definitely three teams that are worse than Forest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in terms of the Forest players that you've seen so far this season, is there anyone you're slightly worried about come Saturday? Mate, Awanyi, the centre forward, who's think got scored set in seven Premier League games in a row he's coming yeah. coming for Jamie Vardy's uh, record of 11 yeah. um yeah he just seems to know where the back of the net is which is uh which is a really useful thing to have in your side um so yeah he, he's going to be a threat I mean I, I like Morgan Gibbs White again can be inconsistent at times but he's definitely got you know a, a sprinkling of quality uh 
about him. Brennan Johnson, if he's still here, uh, will, will, will cause issues as well. So I, I look at that, those sort of attacking players and think, even someone like Anthony Alanga as well, who yeah. signed from United in the summer. You know, there, there's problems that could, Chelsea could be caused by those players. And I think Forrest, particularly with Johnson, with um, with Alanga as well, there's a lot of pace in, the, in that front line. Then, yeah. you know, pace is defenders' worst nightmares. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's definitely there's definitely cause for concern if we were to get hit on the counter or find ourselves isolated one-on-one against one, one of those boys. We, we, we could be in a spot of bother. Yeah, we've done a lot of uh, phone calls, should we say, between Forrest and Chelsea this summer because obviously we've got Santos in there. And thank you again for the video we did the other day. The uh, Our channel subscribers absolutely loved it. But there's still more talk of business between Forrest and Chelsea. And, and the main one being, well, we've got Saar, who I'll ask you about in a second. The one that looks the closest at the moment is Callum Hudson-Odoi. I was wondering if you might giving us a little insight to him from a Chelsea perspective. Yeah, mate, it's kind of mad. He's still only 22 years old. It feels like he's been around yeah. forever. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he broke through under Maurizio Sarri as a 17, 18-year-old. Um, and, you know, honestly, like, you listen to sort of people from within the Chelsea Academy, Reese James' dad as well, saying that they've never seen anyone like Callum Hudson-Odoi in the Chelsea yeah. Academy. Like, he, he, honestly, unbelievable. Um, he gets his break into the first team under Maurizio Sarri, does really well. Um, you know, he, he's, he's a mainstay. Tuchel really likes him when 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 he first comes in. But he, like Loftus-Cheek, suffered that really bad Achilles injury. Yeah. And he's just not been the same since. You know, he got offered the, the new long the new five-year deal, 150-odd grand a week, um, got injured. Uh, and then it's just not been the same since then. But at 22 years of age, in the right environment, um, he's got enough time on his side to, you know, return to some sort of decent form and push on and have and have a very good career because the, the ability and the talent is absolutely there. But we've been trying to get rid of him all summer. Eight million quid is is is, is the asking price, mm. um, which is peanuts in this day and age, particularly yeah. someone of his age and you know the potential that is definitely there. Um, so yeah, look, I think Forest would be a good environment for him. I mean, that Fulham have been sniffing about as well. They were in, then they weren't in. Now it looks like they could be coming back in again for him. So I think realistically, it's between Fulham, Fulham and Nottingham Forest for him. But yeah, there's definitely a player there. Yeah, and and on Saar, the links haven't been as strong, but um, he's another one that's been linked. Is he a player that you can see potential in as well? It's, 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 it's one of those that we signed under the previous regime where... It's an opportunistic signing. It's a free transfer. You bring him in and you're going to sell him on for profit. Um, you know, he did, he's not featured an awful lot. He had a few good games under, under Thomas Tuchel, but realistically, he's not really of the Chelsea quality. Um, he's on 100 grand a week, I think. He'd probably have to drop his wages. He'd have to drop his wages if he, was, if he, if he were to go to Forest. But I, I, I agree that the links have not been as strong. There's been a couple of reports, nothing sort of concrete from mm. any of the more reputable sources about him going to Forest, but yeah, he's definitely another one that we that we do need to get rid of. And I think in the right environment, he again can be a good centre half. He's just not good enough for Chelsea. Yeah, and uh, obviously your latest signing, a nice one there from Man City that you've brought in. How are you feeling about him? A lot of money, a lot of money for someone who hasn't really had too much prem time. Um, how the, how are you and the Chelsea fan base feeling about him? Uh. For me personally, mate, uh, I'm, I'm excited by it. I think, you know, there, there's someone there at 21 years of age who has got a lot of potential. You know, we, we've seen him, you know, we saw the goal that he scored in the Community Shield against Arsenal. We saw him score in a Super Cup. You know, he, despite his lack of Premier League experience, he has started big games and he has contributed to Man City in certain moments. Now, 
Look, am I saying that he's the finished article? Absolutely not. Am I saying he's going to come in and hit the ground running? Absolutely not. But he fits what Ch- the new Chelsea yeah. are looking to do. He's an exciting player. Um, and, you know, Joe Shields, our kind of director of recruitment and whatnot, knows him well from, from his time at the Man City Academy together. Um, and he's been influential in, in, in him coming like he was with Romeo Lavia. Um, so, look, I think Cole Palmer can definitely have an impact in this. Side. There's a high ceiling there. There's potential there. Yeah. He's got great ability. Um, it just now remains to be seen where where he where where he's going to play. Does he start? Is it going to be a rotation option? Um, and it's up to him now to to push on and and realise his potential. Obviously, w- with the help of Pochettino, but it's one that I think no one was really expecting. It certainly yeah. wasn't the name people were expecting. But I, I, I'm excited for it. But of course, there, there is, it is it can be viewed as a little bit of a risk as well. Yeah, and looking forward to ahead. Sorry to the match. Been a little bit inconsistent in the league. I mean, um, you know, against West Ham, I thought that was quite an interesting match. I see Forest setting up a little bit similar to how they did, but maybe a bit deeper. And then obviously you had the draw with uh, it was Liverpool, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, earlier Opening on, day. you know, that could have gone different if Salah wasn't offside. Um, and then suddenly that almost woke you guys up into life. And I thought you played really well after that. Um, but are you, and obviously the Luton game, I think even Forrest will beat Luton this season, but you did yeah. look, you know, Sterling looked a lot better in that match for me. Um, what are your expectations coming into this match? How do you see this one playing out? Um, and what are your thoughts? I mean, uh, uh, personally, I expect us to win because we, we, we should be winning. No disrespect mm. to Forrest, but we are a better side. But again, it's not, it's not one on paper. Your away record, as we know, is, is awful. Um, so so there, 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 there's, there's that to factor in as well. Look, I'm not taking this game lightly by any accounts. There's no easy games in the Premier League at all. Um, and anyone can beat anyone on any given day. Um, but I expect Chelsea to probably have a lot of the ball. I expect Forrest to probably sit deep, uh, you know, pick their moments on the counter, take advantage of set pieces. Um, and I think it's going to be up to, it's going to be more on Chelsea for me to make yeah. something happen rather than, rather than Forrest. I think, as I said, you know, once I think if we can get an early goal that blows the game wide open and it completely derails Forrest's game plan in, 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 in my view, but you've proven you can score goals away from him. You scored yeah. two at Old Trafford. You scored at the Emirates. Like there are goals in this Forest side. So like, you, you, yeah. we, we have got to be careful. Um, but yeah, I expect Chelsea to have a lot of possession. I expect Forrest to sit deep, hit us on the counter, try and take advantage of set pieces, as I said. Um, and yeah, I just feel the impetus is going to be on us to break you down. I don't see you bit being expansive and coming out and, and, and trying to play football against us. Certainly, certainly not at the beginning. Maybe if you're a goal or two down, you might come out and start to play. But I don't think from from the kickoff, you're going to look to to sort of play an expansive style. I think you've got it spot on, mate. I think that's one of our problems is we're becoming a bit predictable for what the opposition are going to expect from us. And you got it spot on. We will try and frustrate you for 20, 25 minutes, see if we can hit you on a counter-attack. Obviously, we did really well against Manchester United and got those two early goals. But then we did kind of come back into our shape and eventually, you know, Varchester United, well, they get their decisions, don't they? So I do tend to agree with you on what to expect. Um, you said Awanyi is your worry. I mean, he scored against um, against you at Stamford Bridge, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Brightly, in from Lodi. Yeah, beautiful goals there. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you worried that he's going to get another one, mate, and go eight in a row? Mate, quite possibly. You know, we we do we do tend to have a habit of of, of conceding goals. Um, not not a lot of goals, but we do tend to let in a, the the odd goal yeah. here and there. Um, so yeah, look, I think he's going to be a handful. I think he is your probably your main threat. 
Um, so, but we can also cut off the supply line to him as well. That that's obviously gonna be helpful. But yeah, he he, he for me is certainly the, the the standout one that is 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 good, could well cause us some problems. I mean, I like Gibbs White, um, but again, in, can be inconsistent at times. Brennan Johnson, I think, would be a concern. But again, whether he's going to feature in this game mm. or not, we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But yeah. yeah, other than that, I don't have too many concerns. Yeah, do you think the link with you guys and Jono is done now? Because it seems yeah. like it, it kind of got really heated for a day or two, and then suddenly just the balloon got popped on that. That's done as far as you guys are concerned from your end. Yeah, I think so. Now that Cole Palmer's come in, sort of a similar player, I, yeah. I, I didn't see any chance of, of Brennan Johnson to Chelsea now. So, yeah, that that, that was kind of strange links. Obviously, you know, yeah. it, it kind of fits the mold of what of of a, of a, of a new Chelsea signing, as it yeah. were. But yeah, I think. Obviously, there was interest there, and there was kind of exploratory talks and whatnot. But no, and it never went as far as, as as a bid or anything like that. So he he was just a name on the list, essentially. Yeah, cool. All right, man. Let's finish with a score prediction. So, how good or bad do you think it's going to be this weekend, mate? Mm, mate, I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. I think you'll probably score. Um, I'm I'm going to go for a two-one Chelsea win, but I I, I think it will be a close game. Yeah, I'm trying to remember back to last year. I'm pretty sure you predicted something similar and we ended up drawing. Yeah, so. it didn't quite work out. I was only putting a goal or so out. Not not terrible. I, I I can't see us winning this one, if I'm being honest. This one, I think... If you, score, a point. Early, if you score early, I think it'll be 3-1. Um, yeah. I think one of you will go eight in a row. All, all the chat will now say that. I've just jinxed it, but... You know, it's it's just one of those ones. I think once we've got you out the way and we get Man City out the way, almost then our season will start. Obviously, we've got Burnley in between, which is going to be a huge match. And as you say, a bloody another international break. They just seem... There's another one in October as well. Just, yeah. It is what it is. But guys, please make sure you go and check out Charlie's channel, Blue Brother. The link is in the title. Make sure you subscribe to him. Honestly, one of the genuinely nicest guys on YouTube. So make sure you go and show him some love. And hopefully, hopefully we're both wrong on our score predictions and Forrest can get three points. If you've enjoyed the video, as always, please don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV and jump over to Charlie's channel and subscribe there as well. We'll see you on the next video. Come on, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.